This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycast. Cat Wood, Travel and Fitness. You're a, a fitness expert. You're a travel writer. You are a yoga and Pilates teacher. Instructor. Instructor. Teacher. teacher yes. Guru. Yeah. Inspiration. I'll go with Fit Guru. Inspiration. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Fitspo. Uh, no, God, I, I wrote an article about how hideous that term is a couple of years <laughs> did ago. Did you really? I did, oh. yeah. Yeah. Which, which one, Fitspiration or Fitspo? Uh, well, both. well, both, but Fitspo, I, I just feel like it... Um, <laughs> it's a it's hashtag got, too far. It's good, the hashtag zero to do with fitness. Yeah. 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 So what got you into... you got, you got two things you're talking to us today, and they do mm-hmm. intersect, and that's why it's such a, a great topic to talk about. One is your love of fitness. One is your love of travel. Mm-hmm. And then you writing about travel and yeah. then being fit when you travel. So this is a really great big topic and I think a lot of people are uh, really interested particularly this week going to Mardi Gras because a lot of people yeah. have really been putting a lot yep. of effort into how they appear in their um, trunks budgie smugglers <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for tonight so and then they go and ruin it with about 16 gallons of alcohol <laughs> 16 pints or yes <laughs> I guess um I've always written, even from kindergarten, I used to put my own magazines together and Did make you? the other kids write things so that I could staple them into <laughs> so little books. So you're an editor? I was an editor the from... Baby from Rose. Yeah, I really... Well, <laughs> I'll be running the country next. Um, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. But uh, I've always written and, and I guess I've always moved. You know, um, when I was uh, pre-teens, I used to dance around my lounge room to Janet Jackson and, and Madonna. Um, Good choices. I, yeah, no, I I made up dances to everything um so i guess for me it was a natural thing to do to make my living out of writing and um and teaching fitness it's certainly not what my parents had in mind sending me to private school but what do they have in mind uh, doctor lawyer God knows. astronaut yeah well, it's something something stable probably um <laughs> and so did, so did i and i think uh but i think you always have to do what you love, you have to find a way to do that. So how did you... So you, your parents are different inspiration for you. How did you fall into fitness and travel? Um, they were... Well, fitness was meant to be a hobby. It was meant to be that I, I loved pump. I, w- I was doing pump seven days a week mm. um, when I first started it. And so I... What do you love about pump? Yeah, which... Uh, the bad 90s music and uh, the, but the, more so the fact that you walk into a room, it's a whole bunch of strangers, yeah. but people are so lovely to each other, mostly. Um, Unless someone drops a plate on someone. Oh, totally. Well, uh, <laughs> yes, thankfully I've never that. seen that. I saw that. But it was first Alma Road. Yeah, we did. So Trouble. The love um, of pump. <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually did my pump teacher training going, mm. I don't know if I'm actually going to teach or not. And then I loved it so much um, that I found between contracts because I, I did a Bachelor of Multimedia. I found between contracts with agency because uh, that's the only sort of jobs that yeah, I was getting. Yeah. Uh, I was teaching and so I um, it, it eventually just ended up being that I was teaching more than I was... Uh, seeking work and um, and that just turned out how 
how my career went, um, as much as you can call it a career. And then as far as travel, <laughs> uh, travel's still a hobby. Um, I am very fortunate in that I've started to write uh, commissioned travel pieces, but it's it's in early days. You're listening to a Joycast from GLD, TIQ Community Radio Station, Joy 94.9. You're with Stefan and Mark on the Escape Hour. Our guest today, Kat Wood, Woods, sorry, is a fitness expert. She is a travel writer. She does a bunch of different things. She's a yoga and Pilates instructor. I am, and I founded a class called Ballet Sculpt, which is uh, essentially a bar class that doesn't use a bar. <laughs> well, which is quite good because a lot of the studios... There's no bars, so I guess you Absolutely. can... Absolutely. Uh, well, bar yeah. is B-A-R-R-E, right? So Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But Correct. is it about the bar, the French spelling of bar? Is that- yeah, so that's where it was founded. Um, and I guess the beauty of ballet sculpt, especially when I'm travelling, um, I had to bring it back to the trouble, <laughs> um, is that without a bar, without equipment, you can pretty much do it anywhere. I mean, anyone can come into a plie standing in their hotel room. So what I love I'm about... Sure many of our community are doing that right now. I bet they are. <laughs> well, um, listening. It's exactly how to get ready for a big Mardi Gras night. Yeah. Um, but what I love is yoga, Pilates, bar, these things you can do anywhere and you don't need to have a teacher there you don't need to have equipment around um i think people really underestimate how much they can do when they're traveling mm. um without needing to step into a gym mm. or what about yoga is that um, and pilates needs a few more props right but yoga is prop free do, do you sort of mix your yoga with your ballet yeah for sure yoga bar yeah for sure um pilates i and Matt Pilates trained, not reformer. Mm. So to me, I consider Pilates to be equipment less. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. So you don't need I, the big Swiss wooden no. torture instruments. <laughs> no. Um, that's that's not my training. My training is very much just core body weight exercises on a mat. Oh, fantastic. So mm. this is all stuff you can really do in a hotel room For while sure. you're travelling. So you don't yeah. have to miss your routine. So how do you get the motivation, though? Because I know that when you're, when you're travelling, and Mark, mm. you do a bit of travel, mm-hmm. um, you're on the plane, you go to work meeting, you think, and you get to the... I personally get to the mm. hotel room and I think, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And I like going to group fitness classes because I get the motivation out of having to force myself to attend something. So if I'm in my hotel room, I probably wouldn't be doing plies or I pilates. I completely so how would you... hear that. Uh, I guess <laughs> I... Um, this is where the magic happens. What I love is, especially classes when you are overseas, because uh, it's a great way to meet people. Mm. And even um, interstate, you know, if I go to Darwin or Adelaide or I'll, I'll, I'll go do pump somewhere, and you start talking to someone and you go, great, I... Didn't think I knew anyone. Um, suddenly, I've got a new friend. Yeah. Um, but as far as I, I think it was uh, Michelle Bridges, I, I remember about five years ago reading in a magazine, and they'd said, you know, where do you find your motivation? And she went, well, I don't. I just do it anyway. Um, so, so you put it down more to habit, something that you have to get through your yeah, day. It's like yeah. brushing your teeth, exercise is a part it of it. It is when I start yeah. and maybe five minutes in, maybe ten, uh, that's about the point where I go, yeah, I'm really glad I'm doing this because I feel good and I didn't realise that sitting for the past two hours had frozen up my whole back and that's why mm. I'm grumpy and I don't feel like doing anything. Right. Once you start, yeah, it's, um, you go, yeah, this is worth it now. I, I feel right. good. 
Right. And travelling, everyone wants to travel light these days. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to check luggage if they can avoid it. They mm-hmm. want to put it in the overhead and get in and out. You know, we, we've put so much pressure on ourselves to... And I think the travel experience isn't as enjoyable as it used no. to be, mm-hmm. so we try and get ourselves, extract ourselves from a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. So equipment this is i guess there's nothing you need no no special clothing no special shoes and you know i've i've got a travel yoga mat and i will take that if i'm on a car trip you know because it'll chuck it in the back of the car but i i wouldn't be taking it overseas um i think most of the time now i I think in is quite a lot of hotels and you guys will know better than me you travel more than me a lot of hotels actually have stuff that you can hire whether Mm. it's um towels for a swimming pool even yoga mats these days Mm. um and there's so many online streaming fitness Mm. programs and youtube is free you know there's 10 minute abdominal videos friggin Mm. get on youtube yeah yeah Mm. I felt when I, I travelled to Hong Kong a bit and um, I attended gyms there and there's a chain of them where you can actually hire the trainers, the, everything, the trainers, the socks, the towels, the, the, the shorts and the t-shirts. Really? So right you don't down have, to the shoes. Right down to the shoes. Yeah. And, and it's, it's very clean because as you expect in, in, in Hong, Hong Kong, Kong it's, absolutely it's, uh, it was, yeah. so they would, um, fit, they would spray the mats after every single class which people don't do here. I can... Guaranteed. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, so, so you would just turn. Because you up. also teach. Don't I you? do do a little bit of yeah. group fitness teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you turn up to the gym with nothing, just in your suit and tie, mm-hmm. and then you can hire everything, have your workout, and then go back to your hotel. So that's a way for me. That's a way I found to motivate to attend classes. But every time I try to do something in my hotel room, I completely fail. Even with a video, I just think, oh no, this is too yeah, hard. Look, I think um, <laughs> if you, I think once you start. It's Mm. when you start because it's the motivation to get started that's the real problem. I think if you get moving um, and, you know, if it's not working in the hotel room, if it's safe to do so, go for a walk. Mm. Get Get outside. Which is my big thing. I like to trot around the city because then you can... um, I was in Perth not long ago and I made the decision to be up at 6am walking around the Swan River and I had to uh, take a loop around um, Wacker to get back to Northbridge to get my coffee. Yeah. So it was a a 10k circuit to to make Mm. sure that I could, my coffee was at the end of it. And it was a great way to explore Perth and East Perth particularly. It was beautiful. Well see I did the same thing with Barcelona and Paris in that even if the coffee place I wanted to go to was at the end of the street I would get up an hour earlier and Mm. take a massively long walk around to get back there and Mm. um, the things you discover accidentally on Mm. the way yeah yeah. That's a great way to explore and yeah. get fitter. Ten kilometres is quite significant, it Mark. Is. That's a do, that's uh, a big seven to ten in the morning. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a, a friend of mine. We were talking about this off air. Um, a friend of mine oh, has yes. chosen the last mile lifestyle when she travels. So what she does is instead of um, uh, getting off at the destination on public transport, she gets off two or three stops earlier. Great, and walks and explores and sort of has a sniff around the area instead. And um, do that in your own city. Yeah. I just can't emphasise enough. Um, I've I've been living in Melbourne my whole life and I still um, find places and things and uh, destinations I've never come across before that completely surprise me. This city is um, constantly changing. It's constantly exciting. Yeah, and evolving. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So the nature of um, uh, exercise that you're doing, and I think was really important for people to understand and where this approach is really helpful, is it also helps relax, make the body uh, supple and Mm -hmm. uh, help you breathe out and be calm, which is Mm -hmm. really important when you're travelling is because you need to be able to enjoy the environment as much as possible. So 
talk about what kind of exercises in particular really loosen up that back like you were talking about after sitting yeah. on a plane for that? So, look, I think um, I am guilty of overdoing the chest weights, to be <laughs> honest, and I think um, many, many people will uh, be on board with me with that one, that we work out the muscles that you can see in the mirror. Mm. Um, yes. And so I have a bad tendency when I'm sitting, and, and you guys will probably notice me doing this, of uh, rolling my shoulders forward. And I think if you're sitting on a flight, especially if it's 17 hours or beyond, um, sitting in that sort of hunchbacky position of the shoulders rolling forward, the chest caving in, it's uh, it's hideous for your back and it can leave you in pain for days. Mm. So that if you've then got to go do a conference or walk straight into a workplace, man, it's it's going to be horrible for you. Um, so what are good exercises while you're on board on the plane, board, on that I long 17-hour flight from I would be just ensuring that you drink a whole lot of water mm-hmm. so that um, both you stay hydrated but also you have an incentive to get up and, and walk to the bathroom constantly. <laughs> I'd, I'd do it um, so that you are walking back and forward. I will get up. I will um, come up and down. I will lift my heels up and down. So um, just coming into releve up and down. Um, I'll do a couple of squats. You know, I, I won't turn it into a body so, pump class. So but, uh, do do fellow travellers look at you a little bit funny when you start squatting yeah, in the sure. arm? For sure, but uh, it's an, it's a lot less weird than um, you know yelling at your child or having a fight with your husband. I mean, people sort of look at you and go, "Wow, you're weird," uh, and then they get over it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Is it that weird though? To no, get a no, bit no, of no, I'm just I not at all. But you know, some people are probably yeah. thinking, "Or oh, I have another yeah, beer." Yeah, but you know what? If, <laughs> if you if you live your life um, wondering if other people think you're weird, you will never do anything. So um, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. It is, it is very true. But I think in-flight exercises are a big thing ever since the whole yeah, deep vein thrombosis sure. issue mm. came around. Yeah. And uh, a lot of uh, long-haul flights especially mm. include uh, exercise videos as part mm. of their yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, safety yeah. uh, and uh, you know, quite extensive guides on how to keep yourself yeah. moving and active while it's really constrained little seat. I actually started you know doing is. things on the plane and, um, and other people have actually gotten up and oh, started yeah. doing things too. Yeah, so yeah, in a way it gives people So do you bring out your boom books and pop on a boom box and pop on Eye of the Tiger and get everyone... I am going to try that someday. Uh, no, but in a way, you know, it gives people permission to go, Correct. okay, if you're doing it, I'll, I'm going to do it too. Why not check out one of Joy's great podcasts? Tom Gleeson stopped in to chat um, to Melbourne's only brother-sister drive duo on Murphy's Slaw, which is a cabbage-related show. Oh. <laughs> Jason has returned to local roots, so don't miss his first podcast back with new releases from Alex Lay, Brux and more. And don't miss the uh, best of the weirdest news with the latest Joy uh, News Hotspot podcast. All these podcasts and many more available wherever you get your podcast. Joy podcasts, where you want them when you want them. And of course, the Escape Hour podcast. We there do, is yes. us to, to, to not mention that, which was voted one of the best podcasts. Yes, it was. Listen to my chefs. Yes. I listened to that podcast. You're in Escape Hour with Stefan and Mark. Today's topic is travel, uh, fitness <laughs> while travel. 
We don't really have a type B. It's, we do. We but do. It's, it's kind of fitness travel, travel yes. fitness. You know, it's, it's a bit of both. Kat Woods is here to talk about it. Kath, you're a... Kath. Oh, my God. What's going on? Kath, <laughs> you're a uh, Pilates yoga instructor. I am. Aficionado. Yeah. Ballet. Yeah, and look, I, uh, it's funny because uh, Stefan is a fitness instructor as well and uh, I used to teach body pump. Uh, I don't teach it anymore because, um, to be honest, learning someone else's choreography is, is a challenge for me. I, I like... <laughs> I like being on the fly. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I think we we sort of brought up before exercises that are really good um, if you are travelling a lot. So if you you are sitting on a plane or sitting in the car, um, I think anything where you put the body in a uh, reverse position to the one that it's in, so back extensions, um, anything... Okay, so, yeah, yeah. mm. we're talking now about... um, the process of travelling being hard on the body yeah. and how you can exercise your way into feeling better when you arrive, mm-hmm. yeah? Yeah. So doing the obverse of what your body is yeah. f- f- sort of crunching into out yeah. of sheer despair of sitting on a <laughs> flight. For Definitely. and, and So go things, into that. Go into that in detail. Well, also the things that you do just before you get on a flight. And to be honest, I, I actually... Um, did start doing yoga just in an airport lounge once and ever since then I, I feel quite fine doing it um, and I have actually seen people doing it in an airport lounge since. So you prepare your body before you get on flight. So For ha- sure. Just before the flight or did you start a few days before like you know like if you want to prepare I, yourself for jet lag? I teach and I train every day yes. so to be honest um, so yes, that's, you're that's something that I'm already doing. But for, for somebody that is not doing that so somebody that attends the gym mm. and is going to be travelling mm. When would you start preparing your body for this stress? Because this is quite stressful sitting on that in that seat for so many hours. Look, I think ultimately you've got to have a sustainable regime, mm-hmm. and I think if you, especially if you're traveling traveling regularly, you need to be doing something every day. Mm. Whether it's a an online streaming Pilates service, whether it is going to a class, whether it's having the discipline to just do something yep. at home. Um, so first things first, but you know, if you if you were not f- regularly doing fitness things, I'd say maybe a week before, mm-hmm. maybe even two weeks before. If you ramp up, maybe the walking a bit. If you work out a, um, even if you see a physio and just get just get the all clear that uh, that everything's working properly and and getting an expert's opinion, even a personal trainer, mm. um, just saying, you know, here's the way that I'm going to be travelling, here's what I'm doing, where I'm going, uh, tell me what I should be doing. Because if you've got no idea, I mean, me mm. saying you should do something a week before, I mean, you're going to sit here going, what though? Mm. <laughs> um, and so if you're going skiing, it's probably best to be doing things around your leg strength, cor- legs, hips, Look, I knees, think core strength, head, whatever shoulders, you're doing. And, and I think a lot of people will go, oh, core, you're talking about my amazing six pack. Mm. In fact, I'm talking about the pelvic floor, I'm talking about back, glutes, hips, um, 360 degrees around the body. I think so often uh, we think about core as just being what you can see when you're in a bikini and it's uh, that's just not no. right. 
and and I think a lot of people neglect the core. And I mean, yeah. you, if you don't have a strong core, you can't do any exercise, and that's you when you get anything. you get your back pain and things. Mm. I think a lot of people don't th- think of core as crunches, which mm. is not probably the best thing to do. I mean, it's something to no, do, but not the look, best thing to do. Especially when we sit so much mm. in that position where we put the abdominals in a shortened contract contracted position. Um, the last thing we need to do is walk into a gym and do that more. Mm. Uh, I think anything. Uh, where you hold the body in a contraction. So a plank is is just the um, be-all and end-all of, of exercises. A well-executed plank, whether it's on your knees or your toes, uh, is amazing for your arms and your back and your belly and your legs. And you don't need any ex- any, you don't need any anything. props, anything, no. any equipment. So you, you can just do, do that. Nude. You, you can do it nude if you, <laughs> nude if you want to, because that's what you I do think it nude. You could do it in an airport... Uh, but not nude in an airport. No, well, uh, unless you want to experience the justice system. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrorist attack. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't be saying this word. I mean, we're oh not at God. an airport now. Oh, oh, oh people yeah. might be listening in an airport. <gasps> oh dear. <laughs> Maybe I'm giving people the inspiration. Put your to pants back on if you're in an plank. airport. Yes, but <laughs> if you're in a nude plank, if you're listening in an airport and in the thinking Virgin of getting lounge. naked to do a plank, don't. <laughs> don't. Don't do it. <laughs> but do a plank. Yeah, and, um, so plank, yeah. you can do it in a hotel room. Yeah. Yep. You wouldn't want to do it in, a, in an airplane corridor where you're in flight, but in God, some of the not? larger... <laughs> you might get a trolley in there. In the um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so uh, push-ups are brilliant as well. Yep. Um, Dips off a side of a bed or a um, table. There's a lot of sure. things you can do in mm-hmm. a hotel room. And as you said, there are a lot of hotel rooms. It depends on the kind of hotel you stay in. But if you're staying with a uh, Airbnb or with uh, sharing in someone's home, they quite often have some equipment that's sitting mm. around that you can assist yourself to as an exercise with. I'm sure that... Yeah, and look, I think it's a bit of a make-do. Um, I mean, maybe you've got things that uh, that weigh two kilos that you can use as weights. I mean, um, it's a bit of make-it-up-as-you-go. And uh, the other thing that I thought you guys might know a bit more about than I do is I know that quite a few of the airports now are opening up yoga rooms or mm. um, gym spaces where you can actually stream videos and do a little workout uh, really? at oh, the airport. Do you know um, so I, head? Uh, Yeah, uh, LAX airport, okay. I believe, might... might LAX exercise. Yeah, there you go. Um, if they don't already, then certainly uh, that is being looked at. I think uh, Singapore maybe. Yeah, Singapore definitely. And, and there's, a, there's actually people? a swimming pool in, in Singapore in, yeah, in Terminal 1 where you can, you can do that. But um, I know we've talked a bit a lot about this, the longest flight, the Qantas flight, but if you are travelling and have got lounge access in Perth, they're actually offering some yoga and Pilates classes in the lounge so Mm. to prepare for the body for this long haul. Um, So it is something that I think airlines are trying to consider and they're they're changing the way they they do their meals as well to to be a bit less, a bit healthier. Well, look, that Um, actually made me think, I I think... Maybe we take it for granted a little bit, but I I always dress in a way that I can move. Um, I think the last thing you want to do is get on a plane in jeans. Or a suit. Or a suit. Uh, so I actually wear sneakers and I wear um, yoga pants when I get on a flight. And um, in fact, my 
Perth's flight to Bali was delayed by three hours at one point, and I thought the only way I'm going to stay sane here is um, is I just started doing yoga. I actually said to one of the attendants, is it all right if I just start doing some sun salutations right here? And she said, I have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> but, but go ahead, as long as you're not in anyone's way. Or burning incense. Totally. Yeah, the, um, they don't did care. You didn't bring a gong, did you? <laughs> uh, sadly, not on that occasion. Um, but you usually do? Uh, Sometimes. Uh, it's yeah. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> not to say that it won't. <laughs> but, you know, people, uh, like I said before, people will look at you like you are mm. from another planet, but then they just go, well, you're not harming me um, and my child is not crying, so whatever. Yeah, mm. move on. Mm-hmm. Move on with your life, mm-hmm. fellow passenger. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you mentioned as well a little bit attending classes overseas. So how do yeah. you go about that in the language? Yeah, talk about this again. Yeah, off air you were talking about uh, was it Barcelona. 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 Yeah, so... And then you were also talking about the... French attitude, but we'll go yeah, to that later. Okay, so yeah. Barcelona first. Yeah, I will not. I will not offend French people. I, oh, um, I'm French. You can, you can offend me. That's fine. so. <laughs> it's very generous. Look, when I know where I'm going, I get on Google mm-hmm. uh, and I look up studios. I look up where I'm staying and what's nearby because oh. uh, I absolutely love a yoga class. So I actually did look up studios in Barcelona, and I remember. I still remember. I emailed one and said. I don't speak Spanish, will I be able to keep up with your class? And I got a one-liner back, which is still my favourite email, and I'd said, is it is it okay if I come along? And she said, dear Kat, yoga is universal, love Beatrice. <laughs> Um, and Gracias, yes. Beatrice. I know. Uh, and she was right. I, uh, I did discover... Um, so when I went searching for this yoga studio, I got mm. lost. And so I tapped a girl on the shoulder and I said, look, I'm looking for a yoga studio. Can you help me out? And she said, oh, yeah, I occasionally do yoga. And we started walking. And it was entirely not on my map and I had no idea where we were going. And uh, she pointed at a kid's shoe store. She said, up the stairs. And then she wandered off. And I went, I guess I'll go up the stairs then. (laughs) Uh, And I did. And it was um, Yoga Studio Barcelona. Mm Mm-hmm which is an Ashtanga yoga studio um, just just not far from Las Ramblas, actually. Oh, yeah. And 90-minute uh, yoga classes, you meditate, you chant. To be honest, I, I could not uh, follow the chant. I did not know the Sanskrit chant. Um, but I sat there and listened to it, and it was beautiful. Um, looking out the windows, you looked at the entire Barcelona city. When the sun's coming up or going down, it's just mm. amazing. Um, and... And look, most of it was in Sanskrit. So if you've ever done yoga just a little bit even, you'll know Ardo Mukha Shvanasana, downward facing dog. Mm. You'll you'll sort of... Shavasana. Yeah, Shavasana. You'll look at the person next to you and go, Chaturanga. okay, I kind of get where we're going yeah. here. Mm. You know your sun salutations. You get up, you get down. You, yeah, and yeah. if they're coming off any of the traditional hatha... You understand it's it. hatha. It's just yeah. you, it's just a flowing hatha, and you tend to go through the same routine mm. um, repeatedly, and then meditation. Uh, and if I was completely off in what I suspected we were doing, the teacher would come over mm. and, and kindly correct. just adjust mm. me. So, yeah. Um, but I met people. And as Beatrice there, very rightly said, it's, it's universal. universal. Thank you, Beatrice. So, totally. What about 
the French experience then? So, look, I just found it was Yoga is universal stricter. outside France. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things are universal the outside of France. Of France. <laughs> I, uh, sadly, sadly, look, it was just the one studio. So, to yeah. be honest... So, we don't want to generalise. Don't it's, want yeah, to generalise. One experience, um, obviously. And it's probably fantastic other places. It, but what it happened? It could well be. Look, I just found uh, in Barcelona it was very set, set up for tourists in that you could buy a one-off pass. Mm. You could right. buy a... a three-day pass, whereas yep. in Paris it was very much um, uh, we, we do a running uh, series of classes so f- when you walk in the the other class participants looked at me like who are you and uh, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? I've Pretty actually much. found that in, in, in France where I wanted to attend one of these body attack classes and mm. I just couldn't because I had to join for the for months to be able to go to one class and one place they said oh no we don't do casual yeah, it's, it's worse in, in Australia it's very much set up for that you can just uh, most, buy, places. most places yeah. one two classes and which is was well things different. like a uh, class pass in australia mm. um are br- brilliant ways to regardless of where you're staying uh you can look up classes that are nearby and without having to do a set up an, an account or any of that sort of business you walk in you do a class and yeah. it's done it's already paid for it's already booked in I was at work. I was riding my horse. I was microwaving a watermelon. My iguanas escaped. There are lots of reasons why you may have missed your favourite show, but don't worry, because our podcast team has you covered. They'll work through rain, hail and national glitter shortages to bring you the best bits of every show. Visit joy.org.au and click on the podcast tab or head to the iTunes Australia podcast store and subscribe to your favourite shows for free. Thanks to our podcasters, you'll never feel guilty about missing a show again. Joy. Travelling as well can make you eat not very healthy. So we were talking about, and that we're just talking about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it's great to do the exercise. We get to balance it out with mm-hmm. nutrition. And we were talking about how airlines really uh, ramped up what they're doing, and we've found the uh, uh, airports that do have yoga centres. So, Cat Woods, our guest today, our fitness expert, um, ballet. Oh, sorry, what's ballet sculpt Pilates yoga. And travel writer. And travel writer. Yeah. So what are your takes on how food has changed from airlines? Yeah, look, um, we were experience. we were sort of discussing it off air and, and um, laughing about the fact that an omelette is, is a vegan option. But uh, also, I think um, I, I was saying that I, I ordered the vegan option a couple of years ago and just got iceberg lettuce and, and a couple of pieces of broccoli. And, um, you know, I, I think... More and more as as vegan vegetarian options get into restaurants and dining, uh, and in mainstream cuisine, mainstream. a lot of people are, are mm. choosing vegan when they're not vegan as an yeah. option, which is enjoyable. Yeah, and I think airlines are definitely following that. And um, you know, you don't get the salted peanuts anymore. I think airlines are going right. Well, we can't just feed you up with fatty uh, crap to to keep you satiated. Um, but I think when you are travelling. There's an idea for a lot of people that you leave your normal life so you should absolutely indulge and go excessive because it's an escape from real life and then you come back. But I think if if we start to see travel more as an, an option to extend the life that you're living and, and the good choices you're making, um, you know, you, you don't see it as a chance to escape um, and just completely indulge in things that you wouldn't normally eat, normally do. Um, and, and I think you can eat healthy without it being 
a punishment or a cost. Correct, because mm. I think that one of the great things about the ubiquity of Japanese uh, cuisine, particularly mm. sushi yeah. and hand rolls and Vietnamese becoming so popular around the world, is there a light, high-protein, mm. low-carbohydrate choices mm. which are affordable and accessible pretty much everywhere you go now. Well, and a big thing that I love doing is, uh, and I would say this combines fitness with food, so bonus. Uh, is running after a chicken? Uh, uh, <laughs> to cuddle it as a vegan. Um, but no, we're walking around markets, uh, mm. fresh food markets. I did it in Paris. I did it in, in Barcelona. I do it in, in Indonesia and it's amazing. Um, there's but a great one in Bangkok. Wherever you go, mm. there's fresh food markets. You discover fruits and vegetables you've never seen or heard of before. Um, and I'll show you how to prepare it. I'd love that. With passion. Mm. Yes, Absolutely. please. Um, yeah. Mm. You know, so you, you go to markets and, and there have been times where all I've done is is eaten fresh food that I've bought from a market and I tend to try to stay in apartments rather than hotel rooms so that I do have some kitchen appliances. Mm. But even in hotel rooms now, a lot of places will, if you ask in advance, give you a, a Nutribullet, give you a blender, um, you know, you can take travel spiralizers. You can get a $12 spiralizer from Kmart uh, that will fit in your hands-on luggage. So you make zucchini noodles zucchini on the go. Zucchini noodles, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, which I love. Yeah, make it, I mean, <laughs> just make things convenient for yourselves. Mm. Buy some raw nuts, some raw fruit to take on the plane so that you don't end up getting ravenous at the three-hour mark and going, screw it, I'm just going to eat a chocolate bar. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, just set yourself up. I think it's all about preparation. And totally. the same with fitness, as we were saying, trying to get fit, to stay fit and mm. exercise, it's the preparation. We yeah. don't have to have equipment. Um, yeah. thing that we talked about a few, a, few months, a few weeks ago is fitness retreats and how people mm. combine the fitness, the travel, and the healthy eating. Yeah. Healthy eating. And I think well, yoga is a big one. It's probably the, one of the more bigger more fitness. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, have you had much exposure to other fitness kind of retreats? Yeah. So, so look, um, I when I travel and uh, I love to do yoga and I love to eat well, but I am not very good at being told what to do or having my days mapped out for me. I can't <laughs> stand it. If you do it, I there's every chance I will. F- try to find a way to rebel and do something else. Uh, so I love Ubud in Bali. Mm. Um, there is yoga pretty much on every corner, literally. Uh, and it's amazing, isn't so it? many vegan options that you don't even have to think twice about whether it's vegan or not. It will inevitably have raw vegan food at, at majority of places because uh, that's just a natural way that people eat there. Um, I think probably the same with Changu and, and Seminyak mm-hmm. uh, especially. Uh, Nusa Dua, all of those places. Nusa um, is Bintang, isn't it? Could be. Bintang and And maybe some yeah. fresh fruit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think as well, if you Google uh, vegan or vegetarian, plant-based, pretty much everywhere you go these days, if you know a couple of places in advance, or if you're brave enough, ask a local where they go. That's um, a great idea. Yeah. Always ask a local. Yeah, yeah. And the, awesome. the, the Indonesians are so friendly. Totally. It's a, it's a wonderful culture. Cat Woods has been here today talking about travel and fitness. Now, you're a travel writer. Cat, where can people read some of what you've written? So uh, my portfolio is catwoods, C-A-T-W-O-O-D-S dot M-E slash writing. Uh, and I've written for Webjet, Intrepid, Flight Centre, um, Australian and International Traveller, 
Uh, so what's your favourite topics? Or what are the topics that you haven't got the opportunity to write about yet? Oh, God, so many things. Yeah. Um, I'd love to do a lot more international travel mm. writing. So quite a lot of what I've written has been Melbourne and, and Australian-based, and Victorian-based even. Uh, there's so many places I really want to go that I want to write about. Mm. So uh, definitely, and um, you are the, the expat expert but i would love to eventually uh whether it's writing a book but more more so writing regular column i would love to write as an expat and say this is what it's like to immerse yourself in a culture and and really make a life of it i haven't been brave enough yet but mark hopefully you can give me a kick in the butt and I'll do it again. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I'll always come home to Melbourne. It's, mm. It really is my spiritual tribe. Mm. But there's so much of the world to live in and uh, love learning languages, love learning how other people approach life. It's it's, yeah. it's really so, to me, energising and uh, something that is absolutely inspires me. Mm. Mm. Yeah, look, I'm, uh, I stay in regular contact with uh, Lara Brunt, who is an expat Australian. She lives in Berlin now. Oh, yes. But she lived in uh, Dubai for a long time and, uh-huh. and the UK and uh, look she is complete inspiration to me because she gets a lot of writing work for the airline magazines in particular mm. because they want someone who's really had that immersive experience mm. of living somewhere to write about places Excellent, so it's um, C-A-T-W-O-O-D-S dot me forward slash Writing. Writing's excellent. Uh, look up Kat to see what she's got to say about probably your favourite travel, travel destinations to keep an eye on her career as it unfolds. Thank you for joining Thank us you on the Australian Thank you. We'll have you so again. much fun. Yeah, next time you're off, let us know. We'll, we'll hear more about it. I'd love that. Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.